Welcome to the I Am Moving Through It podcast. I am your guide, Joanna Sanchez, a loud and proud dancing queen, spiritual junkie, and life and embodiment coach. My purpose here is to teach you how to do the inner work and explore the depths of your beautiful body, which is where your soul resides and where all your answers live. No matter what challenge you may face on your healing journey, the words, I am moving through it, are here to remind you that you are overcoming every obstacle day by day and moving forward towards becoming who you came here to be. May each episode on this podcast serve as an activation within you that helps you grow, heal, and transform into the beautiful being that you are. So go ahead, grab some cacao, get cozy, and let's vibe. I love you so, so much, and I'm so grateful to have you here. Welcome, welcome, everybody. Welcome back to the I'm Moving Through a podcast. Today, we have a special guest. Her name is Chelsea. <laughs> I'm so excited to bring this special guest here today. She is a beautiful soul that within the past year has just evolved and transformed so much. We actually worked together for about eight months and it was a really powerful experience to guide her and witness her through her evolution moving from a really hard tough breakup and relationship to finding her freedom and being able to courageously choose herself seeing her go from being super stuck in her quote matrix job which she'll talk about (laughs) And finding more passion for her side business, which is going to be her main business soon. (laughs) And just seeing her go from a place where she was experiencing a lot of deep, heavy emotions to finding more of her joy and her pleasure and her happiness in life. So I'm really excited for her to share her story today and for her to just be here. So welcome, Chelsea. Thank you. You're welcome. So uh, let's go ahead and start off and just introduce yourself. Who are you? What do you do? I know that's a loaded question, but just let your heart flow and express whatever it is that comes through. Got it. Got it. (laughs) So um, I claim myself to be the doctor green queen I am a pharmacist by education however I am into the genetic and preventative health space now so a lot of my experiences whether it's my own experience through health or my family's experience through health or my matrix job experience in healthcare, that's kind of put me in the position where I'm at now I work with people one-on-one to help them understand their genetics and really build a roadmap for their life to really optimize their health, whatever that looks like. And it's really starting from like the root cause of like what's going on in your body or what could potentially be a health concern or chronic disease in the future to then bring it to the awareness now and help to live a more healthy, cultivated lifestyle that's more with you as a person at the center and really embodying the mind, the body, the soul and the health perspective. So I had a lot of like the Western education and then working with Joa has really made me see more of the the mind, the body, the spirit that really does really put the whole piece together and makes you who you are. Like you can have all of the like the athletics and the working out and the food, but if you're not rooted in your truth, if you're not following your direction, you're not going to feel right. And that was something that I was experiencing certainly before 
working with and meeting Joa. Absolutely. I love it. <laughs> you're such a powerhouse and I'm just so, so grateful for all the work that you're doing and bringing people back home to themselves in the way that you are. I feel like that's what we're here to do as light workers, right? Like we all have different tools and different medicines. I like to call the true medicines, <laughs> not the big pharma medicine. No, we all have the true medicines that we experience through life experiences that we feel called to, to then share with others, to bring them into their light, you know? And I feel like that's super, super powerful that we get to lock arms and do that together. So thank you for what you do. And we'll definitely share more of your resources and stuff like that at the end of the podcast. So you listener, make sure you stay to the end and listen to all the juicy stuff that Chelsea does. But I want to go ahead and just dive right in. How do you feel like embodiment and that type of deep inner work changed your life? Again, a loaded question. Um, it has changed my life because I am more rooted in who I am and knowing like my true north as a person and knowing what feels right and what doesn't feel right. So one, being a female, two, being a professional has really like society has really put me in a box or anybody with this image in a box to say, you can, you can't do this. And just breaking that mold, breaking out of the box and kind of understanding myself a little bit more has helped me be more expressive, has helped me, um, know and my, know what my body needs and give it to, give it to it. So I was doing a lot of ignoring because I had a full time, you know, I had a job, I had, you know, people I was taking care of, you know, and I was neglecting myself and it came down to a lot of compassion fatigue in my matrix job, but also in my personal life and my relationship that just led me to be extremely broken before working with you, truthfully. Yeah. And that's not the image that you would have seen on the outside at all. Yeah. Because again, that professional societal image that I was thinking that I was supposed to be projecting, but really internally it was not that at all. Mm. My internal reality did not match my outer reality mm. at all. Mm. <laughs> I feel like there's so many people that experience that nowadays because it's like we have to show up we have to put up this mask when we're in front of our friends. This is who we are. When we're at work, this is who we are. And when we're alone, this is who we are. And we have all of these different masks that just feel so heavy and so draining. And we don't even realize how draining it is to have to hold so many different masks and perceptions of ourselves until we start doing the deeper work and we reveal and we give ourselves permission to fully express all of us in all aspects of life. And then we realize like, wow, that was dense to try to hold all of those different images of myself to these people and to these, these these places that I was going to instead of just being my full authentic expression everywhere I go, which and then, is liberating and feels so light. And then you get confused. Like, who am I who showing am I? up? Who am I showing up as today yeah. versus I get to be me all the time? Mm -hmm. And that's still something that I work on every single day, like even in my professional career, but I'm trying to be more playful and creative and show the people exactly who I am and they appreciate it so much more. Absolutely. Yay. So let's talk about the biggest thing. Are you ready to talk about this? The biggest thing that we worked through <laughs> through our eight months together. Yeah. So as I mentioned in the beginning, you were, when we first met, you were in a place where you were, you were holding on 
to a lot of what you already knew you had to do, but you had no way of doing it. Like it was really hard for you to take action on what you already knew you had to do. So how do you feel? And this comes with the relationship that you were in and having to move through that, which was really rough and very courageous at the same time, but also so expansive. So let's talk about like, how you feel like being able to tune into your body and do that deeper work where we were feeling into the emotions, where we were expressing the emotions, where we were tapping into truth through embodiment. How did that support you in being able to make the decision that deep down inside you always knew you had to make? Yeah, I think it just gave in that moment and working with you gave me permission to just show myself this is my truth. Mm -hmm. And again, having my inner reality match my outer reality. So knowing that I wasn't in the relationship that I wanted to be in and I was holding on to the fact that I thought it would be different or I wanted it to change or I changed myself to feel more aligned with what I thought was right for me and then you know doing the embodiment and really sitting with the why and the feelings and ask like asking myself not why three times but five times seven times and really pulling back the layers of myself to understand like how did I get here today and I you know had had this intuition feeling wow what's that (laughs) um for a long time that the person that I was with was not the right person and I was in the relationship by that time over 12 years and had been separated or pulled away from my family and my friends, certainly by choice. And I was identifying more with the other person's family, the other person's friends. I was losing my own identity in the process. So, you know, even when we started working together, like my partner was like, you're being brainwashed. You know, this is not who you are. Mm. So like, red flag, uh, <laughs> shaking baby. Um, so just knowing that I'm that I should be listening to myself. Like I shouldn't let other people's ideas feed my brain. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. It seems to be like, that was like a pattern, right? It's like having to unlearn mm. this masking. I feel like that was a big part of your journey was like, unlearning the masks that you had to put up for your relationship for your professional life for every part that you were showing up in so mm-hmm. where do you feel like you are now with that like in that integration period because I feel it's been a while since we worked together like this is like this is Chelsea now like months after us working together so I want to know like where you're at now when it comes to like the mask and like feeling like you have to be this person um where is that now in your life I feel like it's continues to get better every single day I'm now in like a household where I can be my full expression um, living with people that support my expression and have big personalities and expressions themselves so it helps me honor that in myself Um, god bless I have decreased my matrix job hours Mm -hmm. so I (laughs) so that's been like one of the biggest I think a lot of my problems had kind of started with my job, et cetera. And just being able to step back from that has given me more opportunity to fill myself, fill my own cup and really indulge in things that I want to be doing. But I'm still bringing that, you know, quote, professionalism to that part of my job. I don't necessarily, um, you know, have to be as professional because I'm not 
in the professional setting as much anymore. So I think it's just a little bit more willy nilly. And now I'm bringing that self-expression and that creativity into my own business, which I'm, you know, it's, it's a fine line of like professionalism versus not, and just finding that balance, but it's slowly but surely getting to that, that balance point. And I do feel very confident in, in what I'm doing now versus before I was like a, you know, swimming in like the, the deep end of the pool, not really sure which, where to go, um, and what direction I was being pulled at the time. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. So what do you feel like was your biggest shift in those months of us working together? Like the biggest, most profound shift you had? The biggest shift was definitely, um, listening to myself and like honoring myself, giving Mm. myself the grace that I was giving to everybody else, pouring into others when I was pouring from empty cup. And it was very clear to myself that I was, you know, not fulfilled or not feeling extremely stable or I was looking towards others for comfort when I really had never shown myself the comfort that I really needed. So I think now moving through everything that I have and all the trials and tribulations getting out of that relationship has given myself like a new comfort. Like I can comfort myself. I know how to ask for what I want. I am very comfortable receiving. Let's go. Um, That feminine baby. (laughs) And I, and at the point now it's like, well, I don't even, I don't need to ask. I just kind of am able to give myself what I need. Mm, That's so beautiful. Especially like, that's like the feminine right there. And you came from a very overly masculine background. I mean, Mm -hmm. your whole life was like, uh, athlete, achieve, competitive, uh, competition, breadwinner, breadwinner. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, that's true. So you were in that masculine role and over time, like being able to see you shift into that feminine role and receive and play and have more joy and feel more confident in your expression is truly so beautiful, which goes to the next point that I wanted to say, or did you have something to say? Yeah, I was yeah. going to say like, um, being comfortable resting. Like I was, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's something we really had to work on. Joa knows. Um, (laughs) I was like, Oh, I can't not do nothing. Like that's, that's not me. Like productivity is where I'm at and I need to feel productive and and then just shifting my mindset to be like resting is productive. Yes. Resting Uh, is productive. Let's say it again. Yeah, And even like one, two, three, (laughs) resting Resting is productive. productive. (laughs) And it's not even just like one day. It could be like a couple days in a row. Like sometimes you need that. Like I, I noticed myself like, I'm someone that loves to be active and, um, with my friends. So like, I'll go like four nights in a row, like hanging out and doing stuff. And I'm like, and then at the end, I'm like, Ooh, maybe I just need some, you know, like a night at home. Like I need to go to bed early, you know, do the sauna, go to cryotherapy and like really give back to myself. So I'm definitely implementing more of that now yes that feminine rest and recharging (laughs) baby I feel like that's so important for the listeners also to hear because there are a lot of listeners that I know are super in their masculine energy and need that permission to be able to feel into their feminine and to connect to themselves and to rest and recharge and find that beautiful balance within themselves you know and I would definitely say if you have somebody that you're that you live with that is your partner 
they should know this about you. If you, if you're someone that is go, go, go and how have them help you be able to rest or like give them cues. Like this is helps me recharge like, and, and receive it, receive all of that. Yes. Receive all of that loving. Let's go. That's so beautiful. How do you feel like your connection to your body changed when we worked together? Cause I know you were somebody that like, you know, you're going to the gym, you've been, you do CrossFit, like you're fit. You've always been connected to your body in that way. But in embodiment, we connect to the body in a different way. So what was your experience with that? Um, my experience with that is just like closing your eyes and just slowly moving around to feel like where you're tense, where you're holding the energy. And even like when I lay in bed, like I'll, I'll lay in bed and I'll like circle my hips and I'll, I'll move and I'll be like, there's a bunch of cracks in my lower back and my, on my upper neck. And I'm like, Ooh, maybe I should give that some lo- extra love. So just being more in touch with, you know, what's tight and, and give your body what you need. Cause like when you are someone that's very athletic and you know, I ended up like looking at my jeans and I know that recovery and rest is like very, very important for me, like giving myself that rest. So honoring that from like a health perspective, but also like a mind, body, spirit perspective has given me a lot more tools to be like, oh, like it's fine if I didn't go to the gym today, like maybe I'll just stretch or I'll just, you know, dance a little bit. Um, It, you know, I used to get like the fulfillment of like, oh, I need to go to the gym because like that's productive, like that's healthy, like, you know, and then it's just changing the mindset that that is still active and healthy to do not as intense type of movements uh, and be more in that feminine type movement. Mm, the movement. Tell me about your movement experience. I remember when we first started doing it, it was kind of foreign, but then you started to like really love it. I remember you, we did like a little like ceremony where you like connected with yourself and you put some really nice, sexy clothes on <laughs> and all of that. So how was your experience, your experience with incorporating more of that feminine movement in your life? Yeah. So even before I had started working with you, even like like maybe a couple months, I started going to like dance classes, yes. a, a twerk class. Yes, um, I remember. I, so I grew up a cheerleader. Like I, me and my friends always created choreography and shaking and moving was always one of them. So I always had that small piece, but I really didn't know what to do with it after like the one session. So like working with you, I was able to be able to incorporate it more like on a consistent basis, on a daily basis. And it's just goes back to like connecting to yourself and moving your muscles and moving your body and just being really in tune with, you know, oh, that feels bad or like that's creaking or that's cracking. So um, just being more attuned with that and then nourishing my body enough too amongst all of that. Cause like working out is hard, like being stressed out is hard. And if you're not nourishing your body with the right nutrients or with any nutrients, like that's, that's a recipe for disaster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So being able to nourish your body more. I love it. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, also while I was working with you, with you, I was also undergoing a lot of like health concerns too. Um, I remember. so the, the two in combination together was like, I think really key for me, um, you know, just to understand really what was going on and to really support myself the best that I could. Mm-hmm. Yes. I remember we were experiencing some throat chakra stuff. Yeah. So that was like the epitome of like all of my health things. Like even like a year before I, I was working with you, that's like kind of where like it started snowballing. Like I was having like health concerns and you know, my job was super stressful and like 
all and behold, it's all stress related. Um, it was like causing erosive damage to actually like my insides and my throat. And, you know, physicians were like, you know, you're going to be on XYZ medicines for the rest of your life. And, you know, big pharma was like, absolutely not. Pharmacist uh, I, said, hey, <laughs> I don't know. And, it, and it's just so crazy now too. Like you talk about like the throat chakras and it's, it was a form of like, I wasn't speaking up for myself yep. in my relationship or in my job or anything. And the more that I talk about it, like I'm finding out more and more people are having these same yep. issues and situations. And I'm like, damn, like you know, God put us on this alignment for a reason to be able to share my own experience and to help you through it too. Absolutely. Yeah. That throat chakra stuff is so important. And so many people don't even realize that there's so many women with thyroid issues or throat issues. And it's because they're not speaking their truth. They're not honoring their expression. They're having to put up a mask and be different people at different places. And that's blocking the energy of their expression, which is your throat chakra, you know? Yeah. And and I'm still moving through a lot of introducing more um, ways to kind of support that too. Absolutely. (laughs) I mean, the journey is just the journey, especially when you're hungry for growth, like yourself, when you're hungry for growth and you're hungry to like put your purpose and your passion in this world, like the work continues, but it gets to be fun along the way to learn so much more about yourself, you know? Yeah. And that's something that I promote for myself and my clients is like self-discovery just to know the more you know about yourself the better you're going to be equipped to take care of yourself you know your body best and to be able to help care for others too Mm -hmm. yes absolutely what do you feel like were the three biggest lessons that you learned about yourself through embodiment only three (laughs) um I definitely feel like the top three is probably you know be self-expressive. Like, don't care about what anybody else is looking and seeing. Um, just be yourself. You know, if somebody is looking at you and being like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck back at them? Because they need to do some inner work. Um, so being self-expressive, um, really holding my own self as far as like my healing. Like, I feel like throughout my life or just, I was never taught to kind of care for myself and as far as like emotionally hold myself in that capacity and help myself move through it alone of course it's obvious it's nice to have other people in the same journey and support you but really knowing how to take care of yourself is really key because you're gonna you're always gonna have yourself you're not always gonna have you know your parents your siblings your significant other your animals to kind of help you through some of these moments and the last one is just um it probably is part of the self-expression, but just following like your intuition and not quieting it down for anybody else, even if it's society or your job. Um, it's, you know, you're thinking about like healthcare and like disease and chronic diseases. Like if you have a symptom, it's your silent whispers Let's go. of your body telling you that something's wrong. Let's so that's go. your intuition speaking. Yep. And for a long time, I was just no, no, that's not right. That's not really what it's supposed to be. Society didn't tell me that that was right. And, you know, it it really did me dirty for a long time. <laughs> it brought you to where you are right here, right yeah, now. Yeah. To be able to transform that and turn that into your power and your purpose, which is so beautiful. Yeah. What? Oh, let's see this other question. Hmm. 
let's say there's a woman that's been like really feeling a pull towards embodiment or some type of holistic life coaching. It's pretty much what embodiment is, right? Let's say that there's a pull that she's feeling, but she's afraid to take that leap, maybe because of finances or because of facing these darker aspects of herself or any kind of limitation that she's feeling. What advice would you give her? I would recommend if if there's a lot of opportunity for you to do em, embodiment on your own if you're not I understand for me like I really need someone to kind of walk me through it and know the path to go I would say listening to yourself like you gave me a couple exercises to just sit in front of a mirror and stare at yourself mm-hmm. look at yourself in the eyes like describe your eyes to yourself and just that practice I think made a, a, a really big difference for me just getting comfortable seeing myself mm-hmm. so and that is the first I think place that a woman can go to start unraveling and unwrapping maybe what's truly going on or or what they're trying to express or mm-hmm. uncover just really understanding yourself and don't ask why once ask yourself why seven times and to really unravel that and to journal as well I think that you don't even need prompts you know a lot of women I guess that I hear and I speak to it's like my mind is just racing I'm so anxious or whatever it is like journaling is a form of getting that out it's like a a brain dump it doesn't have to be anything Um, but if you have certain goals in your life let's say it's relationship goals or professional goals or life goals like I want my life to look like this have a journal for that and be like if I had the perfect xyz this is what it would look like and it can be your your relationship it can be your career and it can be your life and you can pick like your body goals or your relationship with the universe or god and have separate even journals for that so you can dump that information into just that specific journal so it's more compartmentalized too if you're not sure what direction you want to be going you know, I think that's a great way to kind of categorize it. Absolutely. And let's say that she's done that. Let's say that she's done like the journaling and she's gone to therapy and she's like tried it all, but she's still feeling like lost and she knows that there's more depth to her. She knows that there's so much more that she can unlock, but she just has no idea like what to do. What advice would you give her? I said, I would say the next thing. And this is something I recommend to all of my clients too, is um, to do movement practice. It doesn't have to be long. I say, turn on a song, dance for just the song and see how you feel or just be in tune with like, oh, how do your, how does your neck feel? How does your hip feel? How do your arms feel? How does your, how does your knees feel? Um, And just really being more in tune with your body because then you know, as a, as a female, specifically, as we're talking about a female, like there's going to be different times of the month where things feel different. Absolutely. Um, and you have to honor those portions of your life. And it's unfortunate that society hasn't really educated women yep. at all, yep. or even men, you know, what's going on. Like for instance, yesterday I was at the gym and I was first day bleeding and I was modifying it pretty heavily and some guys are like what the fuck are you doing and I'm like you don't want to know yeah <laughs> you don't ask you don't want to know absolutely so like you know like yeah the, the day prior I was like keeping up with them and beating them and then the next day I'm like I'm slowing it down and and just moving my body and just honoring that is really is difficult for a lot of people yep. but just 
remembering why you're doing it, I think is the biggest key. Absolutely. Mm, I love all of these different tips. I'm like, I feel like it's me speaking through somebody else right now. And I love it. I love it. Thank you for sharing all of that. Of course. And let's say like there's a woman that's like, okay, I really want to work with Joanna. I want to join her embodiment program. Like, but I'm still on, I'm still kind of questioning. I'm still on the edge. What would be your, how would you talk to a woman like that? That's feeling that way. I would, you know, I, I have friends like this right now and I'm just like slowly trying to like creep them in. I think, I think just being surrounded by other women that are in the same headspace is really key as well. So, um, women's circles, like you hold women's circles, there's community women's circles, there's other women communities that you can get involved in and really feel safe. It's not like a judgmental zone. You know, the women are being vulnerable. You can be vulnerable. I think that would be a great place to start because then you'll start to see the other people being vulnerable, like what they're moving through. You're like, oh shit, like I didn't even realize that that was something that other people are moving through and like, wow, maybe I've experienced something like that. Cause every women's circle that I've been with, I've been to with you has like, I can relate to every single woman Mm -hmm. and what they've been through. Absolutely. And it doesn't necessarily need to come from a place of like, Oh, I've been there. I did that. Like, this is what I did and this is will work for you. It's just like understanding where they're at and, you know, knowing that there's other women being just as vulnerable as you are and you can feel safe in those spaces too. Absolutely. And the beautiful part about that too is that like it can be in person, but let's say in your community or where you're at, you just don't know anyone or don't feel safe. There are online communities. There are online people that can support like myself. That's kind of how we did most of our stuff was online, Mm -hmm. right? So there's people like myself that can support and that can hold that space. And you know, a lot of women think that they have to do everything alone. Right. And do you feel like you would have had the transformation that you've had if you had, if you did it alone? No. And like, (laughs) even now, like as I'm stepping into my new passion and career, the connections that I've made, just being vulnerable and showing up, not even at a hundred percent, like maybe a lot of days I'm like, "Mm, I think I'm at like 45%, 75%, like just still showing up in whatever capacity I can still has brought me so much more connection within the community, within other women. And it's just incredible. Um, you know, you never know until you put yourself in the position or put yourself out there. Absolutely. And being able to have, like for myself, going through different life experiences and having mentors and coaches to support me through that has been what has led to my evolution, what has led to my growth, whether it was in business, whether it was life coaching, whether it was going to a retreat and like being immersed with other women that are guiding me to my truth and to my power and like giving me the skills that I didn't have. Cause that's the thing about embodiment. That's a skill about there. That's the thing about like any type of work like this with a facilitator guiding you. They're just sharing skills, skills that are taking you deeper within yourself you know at least for myself I'm not telling you what to do I'm not telling you hey this is what you need to do I'm diving you deeper into your body and what your body's wisdom is and being able to embody that and bring that forth into your day-to-day and that's what this work is about it's like there we are in a society of women that are unskilled that's Mm -hmm. it guess what you learn the skill guess what happens you become more powerful you become more confident you become more radiant you magnetize more money you magnetize beautiful relationships Mm -hmm. you open yourself up to opportunities you open yourself up to your dream life and before you know it you wake up the next day or like not the next day but a couple of months from now and you're like holy shit i'm actually excited to wake up i actually have direction i have purpose i have fulfillment and all of that 
wouldn't have been able to happen if you didn't put yourself out there. If you didn't attend the women's circles or the retreats or hire that coach or that mentor that you've so badly been wanting to, but you've been too afraid to take that step. And it's like, think about where that one decision, Mm. where can that one decision take you? Where can it take you? Just like the, the, the small angle can really change the trajectory of your life. One mm-hmm. small decision to finally go for it can change everything for you. It's either you choose to stay exactly where you're at. Which choice. Still a choice. Still a choice. Because <laughs> we have free will. We can choose. We can either choose to listen to our intuition or deny our intuition and continue to live up in the mind and the ego. So it's like that's where free will comes along, right? So it's like one decision can change your life, whatever that is. You know, follow your heart, follow that intuition. If I wouldn't have followed my intuition to ask you to get on that embodiment call too, we wouldn't be here right now. And if you wouldn't have listened to your intuition and being like, yes, let's fucking work together. Let's do this. We wouldn't be here right now. You wouldn't have had like all these different opportunities and things. I trust that they would have happened in a different way, but maybe not as fast Mm -hmm. because you learned new skills because you dove deep into your intuition and you were able to find that wisdom within your own body and bring that forth into your everyday life. You know, it's, and it's beautiful because it's not just, you know, I think about the calls and you said like, I'm not telling you what to do. Like I remember sitting on the calls and there wouldn't be necessarily like, oh, an agenda for today. Yep. Like, and I think like from like a professional setting, like I'm someone that's like regimented and like, okay, who are we going to talk about? Blah, 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 We would just sit there. We would just, we would breathe. You'd be like, what are you feeling today? And, and it would just, we would talk for two hours. <laughs> like, wow. So like, you know, there's so much to be uncovered in everybody. Yeah. And, you know, you talk about like community and, um, you know, having different mentors for different things in your life. And you think about collectively as a, a consciousness, as a society, you know, you're, you're, you're slowly elevating the people around you as you are working with them yep. in different, in different capacities and with different people. Absolutely. It's like by you doing the work within yourself and increasing that light within yourself, you're giving people permission to also increase that within themselves. And that's something that you shared too. It's like, talk a little bit about that like how your light has given permission to your friends to feel more safe around you You're like yeah yeah so um I have a friend circle that I have had since I was probably like eight or nine years old like I was a competitive cheerleader I was a college cheerleader like those are the same friends that I have and, and I'm so blessed to have that circle and a lot of them are still very local so we still you know we're living very different lives at this time however we're all starting to move to the direction of being more conscious and clear and, hey, we're not going to go down to, you know, the club, the club, the bar, the club, the club. And, um, you know, and other people like my friends are, you know, seeing me now they, they've obviously have seen me my whole relationship and I've lost touch with them at some point because of that relationship but have been reconnected and reunited and they they say to me like thank you for you know being exactly who you are following what you're supposed to be doing you're you're allowing me to also see that I'm supposed to be doing xyz you know, my friends are coming out to me saying like, you know, your, your purse, you're glowing, your skin looks better. You're, you just are really aligned with what you're doing now. And it's just like, I, th- and I was speaking on this last night. I was like, how did, I didn't even know how I was looking at myself before versus now I see myself in a completely different way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
herself. <laughs> Especially like you said, that mirror work, y'all. If you're listening to this right now, try do, it. Do try some it. mirror work. <laughs> Look at yourself in your eyes. I remember the first time I did that, I was like, "Who that?" <laughs> this is really uncomfortable, but wow. Yeah. So healing. So. Yeah. A lot of, you know, and a lot of mornings I sat and I cried. I just watched, looked at myself crying. Maybe that was kind of what made me more comfortable, like showing, <laughs> expressing my emotions in other people. However, I, it eventually like passed, you know, like I, I spent probably like every eight, like the whole eight months with you crying <laughs> <laughs> in a sad way. And I, that had to happen to be able to f- shed and be lighter and move through those lower vibrational energies to to now be higher. Absolutely. And that crying, girl, it's so healing. It's so releasing. It's so beautiful. And like when you can release the shame and the judgment behind the crying and you can just let yourself fucking cry knowing that you were giving tear ducts probably because you were meant to <laughs> detox emotions and like alchemize them then you're like wow this is empowering instead of like I should not be crying right now yeah. I feel like it took me years to like actually not judge myself for yeah. crying and and truthfully it's like it could be like a two-minute experience yeah you know like I I still you know think about at times like my relationship in the past and it does make me sad and I'll cry and you know it'll t- maybe be like a minute two minutes and I'll really be feeling it and then I'll be like okay I'm done yeah. but sometimes I just need to cry and yeah. at times I'm like I'll start crying and be like oh I haven't cried in like a month I'm like this is probably good yeah <laughs> right what a new relationship with crying it's like, oh yeah so if you're listening to this cry <laughs> let yourself do it just do it yeah. let it out beautiful Chelsea oh beautiful beautiful so <laughs> thank you so much just for your light and for your wisdom and you know for sharing your gifts now and for being that light for your friends and the people that you're surrounding with for surrounding yourself with and all of the beautiful inspiration that you've brought thank you for doing something with this type of work you know and embodying yeah. it truly yeah I don't know where I would be without our paths crossing and you know, just taking the chance on each other, truthfully. Oh, I love you so much. <laughs> so uh, let's go ahead and wrap this up and tell the listener, and then I have one more question for you. Um, let's tell the listener, like, how they can find you and what are the services that you provide, since there's something so powerful about what you do. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I am typically found on Instagram, Dr. Period Chelsea Green. I'm also on Facebook, LinkedIn, all the same um, handles. I work with clients currently one-on-one. I do functional medicine testing, meaning I look at your genes. I have the capacity to look at your cellular nutrient balance, the capacity to look at your hormones, your gut, your inflammation um, to foods. And you know, these are all tools that I use to help really get down to the precision and the root cause of what concerns health-wise that you have. Um, So I kind of alluded to like some of my own health concerns and like a lot of this came up because my my biological family, all of my family members on my maternal side have all had strokes and mental health concerns my whole life. And I really thought that that was my destiny. And, you know, instead of letting society tell me that that's what was going to happen to me, you know, understanding my genetics and understanding my environment and my nutrition more, um, you can support yourself in that capacity and your genetics don't have to predetermine what happens to you. Mm, 
So powerful. So powerful. Thank you for what you do. So people can find you on Instagram. And what does like, your service look like? What does it include? Like, what do they get? It just depends on what type of um, testing you're looking for. I usually, um, you know, figure out like kind of really what you're moving through, what you're thinking that you need help with, and then kind of make recommendations on like, here, here's where we can start, or here's other things that I would recommend. Um, I do work with clients more on a continuity basis as well, depending on like your needs and how much support that you do need. That's like a three month program. Um, so when I work with hormones or I work with anti-inflammatory type testing, I only recommend that with the hand holding the three month package. Nice. Yay. (laughs) So if you're really like, oh my gosh, I want to get some deeper testing. I want to get to know my body more. Definitely connect with Chelsea. She is so good and so educated in this, as you can already tell, and so passionate about this because she has her own powerful story with it. So check out the show notes below and you'll find some of her resources and ways to connect with her. And before I let you go, I have to ask you the question that I ask everybody at the end of the show. (laughs) So the show's name is I'm Moving Through It, right? I'm Moving Through It podcast. So what is something that you're moving through in your life right now? We're going to get vulnerable here. Something that you're moving through that you're still not fully on the other side, but that you're still moving through. (laughs) I would say it is still believing in myself and really giving myself the value that other people see. Um, So my self-worth and my self-confidence is still something that I'm working on, not necessarily in, more so in like my professional setting, because Mm -hmm. this is such a new way of how I'm looking at my professional work. I'm still trying to be personable myself expressive and creative um so that's something that I'm still moving through is what does that look like you know long term Mm, beautiful (laughs) and how are you holding yourself and leading yourself through that process of moving through that I'm trying different things out and sometimes it doesn't always feel like right the first time however you know I you know you get more comfortable you know as you do it I'm someone that definitely gets more comfortable as I do it so working with doing something consistently and then figuring out if it works or not and then reevaluating at that point yeah that's beautiful that's being a student of life being a student of life (laughs) always like learning something embodying it learning how to work with something if it works cool if it doesn't cool next thing like yeah let's you know, and it's not failure when you when it's you're redirection. redirection or like when you do fail, you're actually supporting yourself and you're flying. Let's go. No, you, failure. Then, you, then you take off like a rocket. No failure. We flying. <laughs> that could be part of my rap. Yeah. Yeah. Be stay tuned for Chelsea's uh, raps coming soon. <laughs> Definitely going to happen. All right, Chelsea, I love you so much. You're I amazing. Love you, Thank you. Mwah. Mwah. Thank you, listeners. Mwah.